This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Glory to God. Okay, let's read the Word of God together before we take our seats. I want us to read from the text we've been speaking from. So let's read Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27 at our foundation. Let's read again Isaiah 10, 27 and then we'll read uh, the second one, uh, Isaiah 61. So Isaiah 10, Isaiah knew something about the anointing. It shall come to pass in that day. When is that day? The Bible says now faith is. He was referring to us that the body is body. That body must be Satan's body. His body shall be taken away from off thy shoulder. And his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke will not only be taken away, it shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Hallelujah. God destroys yokes by his anointing. Now, Isaiah 61 the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good findings to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the broken nothing, to proclaim liberty to the captives and opening of the prison door to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the vengeance of our God. I'm faster than the script. <laughs> So I appoint to those who mourn his out there, beautiful ashes, all of gladness of mourning, garment of praise, instead of spirit of heaviness, and they shall be called trees of righteousness. Yeah, okay, it's catching up now. God bless you, can have your seat. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Remember where we started from? The anointing can multiply things. And we talked about the fact that David was anointed and he had acceleration promotion, accelerated promotion. As soon as the oil touched his head, there was a call from the palace. And just to make reference to that, to say to everybody on the sound of my voice, I know some of you watch the service while at home, and I say to you again in the name of Jesus Christ, because we have been led this way, you also you are experiencing an unusual acceleration. Conversations will start happening after the service because of you in the palaces of this world in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. There are people who just begin to discuss you tonight. And it is for something good. Glory to God. God powers things by his anointing. It is God the anointing protects. That one of the reasons why God puts his anointing on his people is to protect especially in this wicked world, and then we looked at Saul, we looked at David. David valued the anointing so much, when Saul died, he said he died as though he was not anointed. First Samuel, or Second Samuel 121. He said he died like someone not anointed. He did not expect an anointed person to end up that way. And David was like, what, what happened? Of course, because Saul lost the anointing. He had to go and seek for a media, a witch, at the end of the day. And the spirit of God was no more with him. David was playing up for him because David was anointed. When he played, the evil spirit left Saul. 
When you are anointed, when you speak, spirits holding people, they leave. The anointing can help to console. And I spoke a little about that first service. People are mourning somebody, somebody just died in the house. People go through tragedy from time to time. When you are there, you are not just trying to make them feel good. There is an anointing coming from that heals them from inside. So comfort those who mourn in Zion. People are not supposed to mourn in Zion, but at times people mourn in Zion. But God has a provision for them. The anointing comforts them. Hallelujah. At times it comforts by reversing the situation. There was a city called Nail. I, I will talk about Jesus later. <laughs> he is the center. He is the, oh. When you talk about Jesus, something unusual has to happen in that place. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. So we've been, we started from David. But I want to show you something. God began to speak to Elijah when his time was ending. Of course, Elijah had the anointing. What I want to say here, this third service is the anointing makes you a different person. It changes your DNA as in it changes who you are. Well, maybe before I look at Elisha, I want to talk about, but let's look at Saul. So in 1 Samuel chapter 10, this same Samuel that anointed, that was why he shocked David that what happened to Saul? What happened to Saul? When he got to, he said, what, what happened to you? That you die like that. He said the same thing when Abner died. Abner was the commander-in-chief of Saul's army. And when David became king, there was a power tussle. Saul's son, uh, Saul had died. Now his son wanted to become, his son wanted to become king. But the people chose David. And then, but the commander-in-chief called Abner was with Saul's son. And David had his own commander-in-chief called Joab. Saul's son had the commander-in-chief called Abner. And Abner came to meet David and said, you know what? Because Saul's son, he said, when God is working, he sets the enemies against themselves. Abner had the armor, the armory, the, you know, it was like the barracks, everything, everything was with him. And he told David, I don't care who has chosen you, I stay with Saul's son, Saul was my guy, now his son is alive, he is dead, I will make sure I make his son king, not you. And the battle continued for over a year. And David had Joab and his soldiers, Abner had his own soldiers with Saul's son. But then God began to crack their wall. One day Saul's son woke up because of a beautiful girl that he just asked out. And he saw the girl talking to Abner and he said that you have been sleeping with my girlfriend. And Abner said, look at the person we are fasting for who is eating breakfast. <laughs> he said, I'm, 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 I'm fighting Joab, another commander, just to restore the kingdom to you so it doesn't go to David. And you are accusing me of sleeping with your girlfriend. He said, you know what, I tell you the truth. God do more and more so if I don't return the kingdom to David today. Say, no, I'm no more on your side. So he went to meet David and David welcomed and said, ah, finally, Abner, you are here. And David gave him food, but Joab was not around. And Abner left. And then soldiers told Joab, your other commander, your opponent came and the king has pardoned him. You know, they are now trying to, maybe Joab felt threatened that David would not make Abner because Abner was king, uh, 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 Abner was a commander before him. So he felt Abner would be made so, he said, hey, God released him, Abi. So he sent soldiers after Abner. I said, see, the king said you should come back. And Abner came out. And Joab went to hug him. I said, my brother, so we are not fighting again. But he had a dagger here. And he just, ah, David cried when he heard. He said, God, don't let Joab go down well. 
He said, because people would think I asked him to do that. Then David looked at Abner on the floor. He said, diet Abner as a fool? He said, your hands were not tied. It was like, as a commander, you should know better. Why not just tell the guy? Let's talk. Must he hug you? I told you I learned watch and pray also. When I, do deliver, I used to do deliverance a lot in secondary school. It's as if people were more possessed. I don't know. We don't do, <laughs> you know, we'll show Mazion film, the HM Mazion film, the one that used to show demons. And the demons will start manifesting and we start casting them out. Our secondary school, then they all stare. <laughs> Some deliverance turned to something else. Because some people did not get, they didn't wake up again. They were crying under the anointing and they carried them to the house. I said, What happened? I said, One boy prayed for them. And they were looking, I said, Oh God, I'm in trouble. So my friend was talking to one girl and a deep baritone man's voice was speaking through her. One girl says, two and they says, three then. So myself and we were praying together. I was the president of the Bible study secretary or so. I said, come out. The girl started speaking with a man's voice. And then she bent down and she became stiff. And my friend went to bend and said, we are talking to you. She just gave my friend a punch. <laughs> Boss. <laughs> so he said, Shallah, maybe we should pray. I said, well, the Bible says, watch and pray. <laughs> I will not let a demon punch me. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Are you with me? <laughs> when the student left the girl, we, we told it to go and he went, but I just let the lesson that time down. <laughs> you, you don't need to be close. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? So, he said that about Abner. He said they didn't tie your hand. But then he was weeping about Saul. Because he felt the anointing should have protected Saul. But Saul went away. Why? What, something made them, because the same person. So it was this Samuel also that went to Saul's house in 1 Samuel 10. Saul was a very shy person. Very timid. But the anointing changes you. The day they were making him king, he went to hide. But Samuel told him something. First Samuel 10, verse 1. He poured oil on it and he said, Is it not because God has made you a commander? When he was anointed, then Samuel gave him series of prophecy. But in verse 6, he told him what the anointing will do. He said, You are going to meet some group of men. In verse 10, he said, The Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee. Thou shalt prophesy with them and shall be turned to another man. Wow. Hallelujah. That was what Samuel told him. He said, now I've anointed you. When you go, you are going to meet a band of prophets prophesying. And when you meet them, you will join them. When you join them, the Spirit of God will come upon you. You will become a different person. That your timidity will go. And in the next chapter, chapter 11, there was a situation. A country bigger than Israel are threatening them. And the king says, okay, let, let's negotiate. And the king said, I want to say, this is how we negotiate with you. All your men, I want to remove their hearts so I can embarrass Israel. Then I will leave you. And everybody started crying on hearing that sad news. And Saul was coming from the field. Remember, the anointing is now on him. When they told him, instead of him to cry, he was angry. He said, what? Because the Bible says, when the enemy shall come like a flood. Isaiah 59, 19, the spirit of God will raise a standard. Instead of him to shake. Now, things you used to be afraid of, now you are no longer afraid of them. 
because of it's not bold face, it's the anointing. It does not tolerate insult or it rises to say no to the opposition. So Saul said, You know what? I don't care their number. In his anger, this is what they call only anger. Only anger only happens to anointed people. He pulled a bull to himself. He divided it to pieces. Send a piece to every tribe. Anybody who does not follow me to war tomorrow will divide you like this. All of a sudden, other people receive strength. And soldiers started imagine. Now, the people crying yesterday became soldiers today. Because one anointed man stood. A different person. A different person. See, the same thing towards the end of his life. When he now meets God. Oh, thank God for Samuel. I, Samuel will lead me to talk about Jesus. Thank God for Samuel. When it all ended, and Saul lost the anointing, then when he started pursuing David to kill David, what Ramah, where Samuel was, and David, see, Samuel anointed the two of them. David ran to Samuel, and Samuel was with some prophet, prophesying. I think that's if we start from around first, first, first Samuel 19, from around verse 16 or so. So Saul, somebody told Saul that the man you are looking for, David, is a Ramah. And he went there with armor tank. With soldiers. Samuel was not disturbed. Thank God for the anointing. Samuel just continued to prophesy with some prophets. And the Bible says, I saw God close. Yeah. The anointing in that circumference. See, so this is why we are being, this is why Sometimes it's good to just come to church and pray over this entire premises. Sometimes it's good to walk around your house to pray. In this series of anoints, I'm going to tell you that, I'm going to show you where God told them to anoint things. Not only a person. And remember I mentioned this briefly for service. There is a kind of anointing you do with oil, but in the New Testament you don't actually need oil. There's nothing wrong with oil. You can also anoint a place by just laying your hand. What is in any oil? It's not as much as what is in your hand. Hey. Can I hear amen? Yeah. And I will explain. So if you pour oil in your house and you are anointed, there's nothing wrong. But I'm just telling you that the one that is on your palm. Even in the old covenant when they were used to oil, uh, Moses anointed many people with oil, the priest. But when he was going to hand over to Joshua, he did not just put his hand on Joshua's head. The Bible says Joshua was full of the spirit of wisdom because Moses has laid his hand on him. It's Deuteronomy 34 and, then, uh, uh, and, and uh, Joshua chapter 1. He received something. Moses just put his hand and the spirit of Moses entered him. The anointing. The anointing. Baruski. At times, these dimensions, if you stay close to anointed people, even if you are not directly so much anointed, they can enhance your anointing. This is why atmosphere is important. You see, they did not know why Joshua and Caleb were not afraid when they went to the promised land. The remaining ten were elders. They said we are like grasshoppers. Joshua said they are bread for us. Because every time Moses was on the mountain, Joshua was close by. So some residue, higher. Something was coming on Joshua gradually. And when the anointing of it, like we saw in Saul now, you will react differently. You are not going to react the way other people react. 
because it's like a cloak on you. All of a sudden, all of them are looking at something they are afraid. You are looking at it and you are angry. Only anointed people can make audacious statements. I'm not saying we should do this. A lady told her husband, she failed the unction once and said, cheat with that girl one more time and that will be your last day or not. He knew, he felt it that it was not an empty threat. And the man was saved and the guy couldn't sleep with any other girl again. Now someone else will say it and receive further slap. Because by faith, Israel crossed the Red Sea. The Egyptians tried it and they drowned. They are not things to fabricate. It is the unction. Have you ever asked the question, why didn't Pharaoh just kill Moses? Every day we appear and say, you know what, there will be boiling on your people today and they will go out. Then he will come back and say, today there will be frog and they will go out. And I wonder, one day I was saying, why did and all his bodyguards were, they say, you know what, when he comes again, before he says something, just kill him. But when God is walking, he arrests every other person. The Bible says, as Israel was journeying, people of God, Jacob was journeying. You know, his sons went to kill, when they raped their sister, they killed everybody. So, the old nation wanted to retaliate. It was just one man. As they were journeying, the Bible says the terror of God was on all the cities so that nobody could pursue them. Everybody would look at them and they would just, just a family of 12, 12 guys. But the Bible said nobody could pursue them because of the terror of God. That was where it started. That idea that God later said concerning Israel, that he suffered no man to do them harm. He removed kings for their sake, saying that touch not my anointed. God is jealous over wherever or whoever he puts the anointing. That was why he surprised David that why the sword died. He said, that as though he was not anointed. He said, so you were anointed. What happened to that scripture that he suffered no man? So to them harm. So David was like, you mean he was going to Ibadan and he had accident and his life ended like that. David said, no, no, that is strange to the anointing. You mean he was going on the road and mistakenly somebody shot him and he, he was... Now, that doesn't mean those it happened to him. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying that David would have asked the same question now. Huh? Where, what happened to his savior? What happened to... You mean just ended like that? You mean she just went into labor? Ah, it's... It, we have recorded casualties in the body of Christ. We will always support help, pray for those... Uh, because it's nobody's fault. But what we are calling all of us together, we are calling ourselves to a place where, Lord, can we step into a zone where this does not happen again? We believe God for it. He suffered no man. So now we are talking about changing. So for, give me that first, 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 uh, first summer, 19. I think about 16 or so. Samuel began to prophesy and the spirit of God came upon Saul. The one who came to arrest people. He began to prophesy. And the Bible says he became naked. He, the prophecy entered him so much he removed all his clothes as a king and was lying on the floor naked. And Samuel was just looking at him. I'm sure the prophecy was given. He was saying that this David I'm looking for will become king. God was using his own mouth. You shall be turned to a different person. 
as Elijah. You see, it, maybe I go to if you, if, you, if you see the scripture just said, but as Elijah, his time, his time began to wind up, you know. They said, that's 1 Kings 16. No, 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 I've, I've moved past this, please. I was talking about where Sam, Saul was looking for Samuel, but then I've moved past that. Just come. So, in 1 Kings 19, and that's verse 16 also, 1 Kings 19, 16. Just give me, let, let's read that one. Hallelujah. Jehu, the son of Nishi, shall thou anoint to be king over Israel. Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel Mehola, shall thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. In other words, the fact that Elisha is following you does not mean it will become, you have to anoint him. And when the anointing came on Elisha, it will became a different person. He was a businessman. But now the supernatural had come. A woman came and he said that my husband was a debtor. He just said, what do you have in the house? He said, a child boy. He said, in the dispensation of the anointing, we can do something to that child boy and it will fill everywhere. He said, go lock yourself in. Borrow few vessels. He said, borrow vessels, not few. But he didn't tell her how much because you always determine how much you receive, not God. If I was that woman, it would take me one month to borrow vessels. I'll just be borrowing every day first, knowing that God will fill up all the vessels. I'll borrow from all of you. Come to us, carry all the kegs, all the, everything. And when she said, any more vessels, and the children said, no, no more. The oil stops. But you see, all these people. So you see the effect of the anointing in, pro, in, in the area of provision, in the area of protection, but when Jesus came, hi. Second service, I spoke about Lucifer, right? That he had Meshach anointing. But Meshach anointing is not the peak. So Ezekiel 28, 14, God gave Lucifer something. And Lucifer is still using it now. Those who worship Satan, they spread. God's people haven't learned too much along this line. That is why People do money ritual and they make a lot of money. They dedicate a song to Satan or uh, join one club, one cult, and their songs will spread. They, all of you know very well what we are talking about. So somebody kills, somebody buries a child, or anything. Once, see, all those, what is happening is that Satan will accept a sacrifice as an exchange for prosperity. So when Jesus came, Satan didn't spare Jesus. He proposed the same thing to Jesus also. He said on that mountain, the physical mountain, the Bible says he showed Jesus the kingdom of the world and their glory in a moment. That's what Luke's version says. In a moment. That was the first time flat screen was used. Hmm. Satan used internet. You cannot be on one location and see the whole world. So what the devil did was that he, a screen, he brought a flat screen before Jesus. Like this one. And Jesus saw Saudi Arabia, Rome, and all the kingdoms. And saw the gold. He saw the oil in Nigeria. He saw everything. And Satan said that by Mimshak anointing, I command these things. If you worship me, I will give you. He wasn't lying. If Jesus worshipped him, he would have given the master. Only that Jesus would have compromised his assignment. He would not go to cross again, but he will have the wealth. And Jesus said, no, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God. Why? I understand that whatever you have, God gave you. 
God is inexhaustible. It, that's why he doesn't collect something back from people. Only small people collect things back. When God gives something and you begin to misbehave, he looks for somebody smaller than you, but gives his point to somebody something bigger than you. That's how God proves his point. When Saul misbehaved, Saul was from a noble family, a rich family. God took the one that was just following sheep. The last bond that nobody reckoned with, and he said, let me show you who I am. I, mighty and majestic one. God is great. Hi. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Sukalabaya. Hallelujah. Because Lucifer was anointed and he fell. As soon as Jesus showed up also, so God had to do Act 1038. How God anointed. I how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. He too was just Jesus, a silent carpenter for 30 years. But when the anointing came upon him, he moved from Jesus of Nazareth to Jesus Christ. Christ means the anointed one with his anointing. Who went about, he could not stay in carpentry shop again. Because now something had come upon him, he had become a changed man. Doing good and healing all them oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. But you see, beyond Mimshak, this is the kind of anointing God gave to Jesus. It's found in John chapter 3. John gave a testimony. Every other anointing is limited. Or is focused on an area. So, on top of all the wonders of Elijah calling down fire, Elijah never prophesied about the future. What will happen? Isaiah prophesied about the birth of Christ, about the future, but Isaiah never performed miracle. So the anointing on Isaiah, he saw Messiah. He saw everything. He even prophesied about the church. But he could not call down fire. The one that called down fire could not prophesy about the Every anointing. You know, Moses never really raised the dead. With all the wonders he did in Egypt. Every Every anointing until somebody came. <laughs> what verse is that in John 3? Towards the end, the Bible says something about Jesus. Is that verse 36 or so? John 3, John 3. I know it's in John 3. Thank you. John 3, 24. No. Give me the verse where the Bible says it was anointed without measure. What verse are trying to down, down, I don't know, maybe toward, I know it's towards the end of the or that, that place. What verse? 34. Okay, yeah. John 3 34. So this is John talking about Jesus. He said, For he whom God has sent, speaketh the words of God. For God Give it not the spirits. Ah, <laughs> when the Son of God showed up, the Father took an anointing that cannot be measured. I believe this was not oil. <laughs> now, the, he started by saying, Wherefore, God, because you love righteousness and you hate iniquity. 
thy God has anointed thee with oil of gladness above thy fellows. But the kind of anointing God put on Jesus, John was describing it. He said, even me, John, there's an anointing of that why I'm in the wilderness. People are coming from the city to listen to me. Can you imagine people driving like they drive to Canaan land? That's an example. That's an anointing. I live in an estate here in Nikeja. As early as 4 a.m., when you see a lamp, you know where they are going every Sunday. It takes an anointing to be in the wilderness, able to leave the city and come and meet you. Some native daughters will have the anointing of the Satan. That's how people will drive Jeep into a forest. See, the demons that are powerful, they live in the forest. In Yoruba culture, the real native daughter, I'm sure in the East also, the real, native, the real ones, they are in the forest. If a native daughter is using WhatsApp, it's not a strong one. <laughs> the, the original one, they are crude. They are inside those, those places. I see rich people will remove their shoe, drive there, and tiptoe, and sit under a tree with a man. What a thing of shame. But you see, we don't criticize them, don't blame them. People have problems. That's why you should preach the gospel. If you don't show them the real, they will go for the fake. Because when people are in pain, they look for a solution at all. You are the one that Christ has illuminated to know what is wrong and what is wrong. They don't know. <laughs> you know, I was still watching that the day two days. We were talking about his as a lecturer. He was, he said by 30, he had built his first house. That man was successful. He was just rich. And was a senior lecturer, you know, he was all going becoming a professor. And the family told her, ah, the way you are going, ah, yeah, ah, one day they just take you off. We need to fortify you. I said they took him to one man, no shogbo. And because he was an intellectual, looking at the man like this, like, is this the man that will help me? And the man noticed that he was proud. So the man told him that he, he decided to punish him that what we used to fortify you, you have to go and buy a goat in the market. And the man said, you must not use car. That you bring the goat from the market to my place in Oshogbo. A professor. He said he went to buy goats. And that goat, you know, Satan will punish you. Was so stubborn. And a professor dragging goat on the road brought their lights to go to the house of a native daughter. And the man made chance. He said, put one in your boot, one around the steering and one under your seat. And he said, wherever the enemy will come from. And he said, in one week after the champ, he had three accidents. He stopped by Laguna and took everything and threw inside water. And that was the beginning of his salvation. <laughs> Let me tell you the truth. Let me tell you the truth. I believe. Because God was calling him. As a young boy, he had seen a white dog before in the forest when he was lost. Because God was calling him. On a good day, there are charms. Demons are real. He could have been protected. It was the angel watching over him that made sure that that just didn't work. If that man did it for somebody, otherwise they wouldn't take him from Lagos to Oshogbo if that man had nothing. But you see, when God is with you, even when you don't yet know him, things that will be working for others, God will frustrate you or is guiding you to himself. Yes. That's how that, he, he will guide you to himself. Yeah. I have a friend, he was with the guy in the room. But he just became important mentally. When he came out, later he found out that she was a first class witch. First class. And one of the prophets who had been praying for him told him, that one saw it in a vision. Called it, where did you go to two days ago? He said, we're interceding here. And that girl told him when he was there that there's something about you. Because there are some journeys that people can embark on, they might never come back again. So God protects it. So it's God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. The Bible says, he that speaks the word of God, God gave him the spirit without measure. Ah, for all of us, as we grow in Christ, it's from one measure to another. Can a Christian have the fullness? I won't answer yet. But I do know that we move from one dimension to another. Brethren, let me end this service here today. One of the ways, we will talk about steps to the anointing. One of the things you should not joke with. Go for an atmosphere that is anointed. If you're already anointed, it will enhance it to another level. Stay around that atmosphere. There is prophecy. Gift of prophecy. There is office of a prophet. Those that are going for shape, I've explained this to you before. There is gift of prophecy. There is office of a prophet. There is word of prophecy, which is the word of God. But there's also something called the spirit of prophecy. You don't need to be a prophet to be caught by the spirit of prophecy. When it happened to Saul, everybody started asking the question, is Saul also among the prophets? Daniel was not a prophet, but he was in a circumference of the prophetic grace. The spirit of prophecy landed on him. There are dimensions that you walk in because they are given to you. There are dimensions they are not given to you, but you walk in them because there is a rub off on you. You are in the midst of those who carry that kind of thing. There are mountains you speak to and they depart. There are mountains they depart when you fellowship with some type of people. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, the aura of God's presence is very strong here. The anointing comes at like a fragrance. It suffocates evil spirits. They can't stand it. The same thing, demons to smell. If you are a spirit-filled person and demons invade, one of the first things you will notice is that a kind of choking smell, terrible. You almost be, not been able to breathe. Terrible. Two years ago, as we were praying for the meeting in Abelkuta, and I went for the last prayer meeting. The meeting was start on Wednesday, on Wednesday or Thursday. You know, Abelkuta meeting is always like open year program, and with thousands, several thousands. I didn't say we were seven thousand. I don't know. I was I was just there. I just started feeling unwell. We prayed till like seven, and my friend followed me to the hotel where I was staying. So we were perfecting the plan with the protocol. About five hundred people came for prayer meeting. Two days to the program, and then they all left. So my friend came to the room. And we talked till 10. And I escorted them to the car. One of them with his wife, the other one. And as I turned back to go to the room, I just felt like spent time to pray. So as I was going to my room, my, the hotel has a very big compound. I walked around the hotel for a while praying. And when I got to the room, also, I sat on the bed in the room. So they were showing the repeat of some premiership matches. So I switched it up and prayed little. And then I slept. I was just woke up by the presence of these dangerous beings in the room. The whole room in a moment just went dark. It was not a physical thing, but it spilled over to something physical. And I knew that it had to do with the meeting we're having. And then I began to speak. And I began to worship. And in some minutes, it sort of like a kind of smoke zoom and left. And in the moment, the whole room cleared again. My breathing came back and everything. And I, I just said to the people, I said, this particular year, the meeting will be bigger than 
And that was what happened. When Apostle Man came, he, called, he told me from the hotel. He said, as soon as they took me to the room, because the hotel was just beside the bed, he said, I could feel the mighty presence of God all over this place. I said, because the demons have been dislodged. Atmosphere. They are good. The anointing of the Spirit. You know, I've been singing, I love, I love that song. It's because it's a song that has stayed in my spirit in the last few days. Play it again. I love your presence. There's something about it. First service and second service, I wasn't led to really pray much for people. The Lord said, leave them in my presence and let me rub. Let the oil rub on them. At times, it's not every service you come for and you don't judge teaching and then you are running home. Of course, because of time, we can't stay here forever. But can we take about five minutes? Yoshalamanda. Already, I'm already seeing many people that what happened to David is already happening to them. This meeting will end. People will just start a conversation because of them. Because their time to be promoted has come. Because there's an anointing on them. I have come like, Saul, like Samuel this morning. I come like Samuel. But I come with a higher grace because of Jesus Christ who lives in us. So speak to everybody at the sound of my voice. It does not matter what is it. The anointing will terminate. Barrenness is ending right, 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 right now. It doesn't matter what it is. Lay your hand on any sick area. If there is a yoke, what looks like a pattern in a family, it's time. Just lift up your hand. The anointing. Receive something on yourself. You just saw that by the time you are out, the mountain is no more there. Those whose legs are bound, that they are not advancing. The chains are falling off. They are falling off. They are falling off. Right now. If Satan has planted in anything in anybody, anything planted, any seed in anybody, I see them jetting out right now. Spirits are leaving people's body. Infirmities falling off. Somebody just release yourself and let the spirit take over. Release yourself. I'm being told to announce the acceptable year of marriage. All those who have waited, trusting God for life partner, your time has come now. Thank you, Jesus. Shukalamanda. Three more minutes, release yourself to him. I can't call all cases, but the Holy Spirit can minister better than anybody. So it is you, Adi. Let his oil flow on you. 
let this oil flow on you boko se yamanda la kuria salaba deke boko se yala destile urush eteke bolo boko di basala baraba eteke bolo boka labaya balabas ere bakazizo borobo shalabaraba there is an impotent man that just got healed right now zokotia the power of god is going through your system restoring that is power of the holy ghost yes full restoration I love your presence. I love our love. I love our love. I love I'm responding to what I'm hearing in my spirit. That great precision is here. That is a song for the moment. Thank you, Jesus. No drum, no drum, no drum, no drum. On seraph song, sweetest name on a mortal tongue, sweetest carol ever sung. Jesus, Jesus, blessed Jesus, sweetest note, sweetest note. Somebody watching me, the yoke of death hanging over you is just broken now. Bas, thank you, Jesus. Somebody just got delivered from a very terrible body odor. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For ministering, is placing his fresh oil on everybody. This is the oil that goes with you after the service. 
and greater many things are happening right left center blessed be your name Jesus we give you praise shall we arise epilepsy in the name of Jesus for that person no more seizures thank you Jesus we give you praise hallelujah to your name just wave your hands and give God praise after a month, they start calling you of radical changes. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus. I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.